Welcome to the Viewmasters Farscape episode 55 Incubator. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. How's it going? It's going all right. All right. Well, what was that? What was I that don't, all about? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, uh, Farscape is the show that we're watching. <laughs> yeah, it is. I like to make things as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> you always succeed. <laughs> I am always and never surprised. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's the way I like it. <laughs> oh. Uh, so yeah, what's up? What's happened? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Just some farscaping going yeah. on. Yeah. In this house. The, the, the Farscape is, was a show that was just on. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing we were watching. It was a thing we were watching. Yeah. So, uh, uh, uh what'd you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts exactly. I thought that it was a big, delicious belch. That was not big. No. It, was, it sounded comfortable. It was and, comfortable. And nice. Yeah. Uh, not so much on the delicious, but also not undelicious. Alright. Yeah. Oh, Farscape. So my description of your belt was completely off. Yes. Well, I apologize. Okay. Farscape Incubator! You can't really describe a belch unless you're the person who's doing it, I think. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, what are we talking about? This episode of First Game. Yeah, Incubator. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Sometimes the bad reviews are dead on. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for all the, the belch talk <laughs> that happened just now. It's well, not just that. Let's put in an edit mark. Farscape. Farscape Incubator. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, I enjoyed this episode. I think I did. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I was scrambling for Scorpius's origin story. Yeah. Uh, and that is pretty much my only hang up with this episode. Okay. Is that I don't know whether I cared and now that we've learned it, I still don't know whether I should care or not. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a fair <clears throat> assessment. Because what we learned, I don't feel really gives us any further insight into him. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as he could have been lying the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, though, uh, so, so we get we get three different Scorpiuses in this episode. There's real-world Scorpius... Uh, there is Scorpius who is in his own head, uh, and then there's Flashback Scorpius. And there's even two of those. There's even two of those, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the the uh, the Scorpius who's telling the story uh, is the Scorpius who's in his own head. Right. Um, Talking to John. Yeah, who is also in his head now, yes. which is a nice little reversal. It is. Uh, except for. I don't know. 
that may be part of the problem that I have with this episode. Okay. Is that uh, I am unsure. Uh, like, throughout it, as Scorpius's brain is talking to fragments of John's brain inside of Scorpius's brain, mm-hmm. uh, it just all comes off as very unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I get why it's framed the way it is, because you gotta have Scorpius talking to somebody. Why not? John. Yeah. They make a good couple. They do. They're yeah. a good comedy duo. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, it did the little ramifications that come of this episode, uh, they don't mean much. Yeah. Yeah, so, so Scorpius, uh, is trying, they, they've got most of the wormhole technology information off of the, the chip that came out of Crichton's head. But, uh, but it's incomplete. So Scorpius goes in, basically, puts the chip in his head, and, uh, and goes in to try to get the rest of the information that they need. Right. Um, and, and he runs into, this uh, psychic copy of Crichton from nine episodes ago. Uh, who, yeah, uh, whatever. But, um... <laughs> it's, but yeah. it's the remnants. It's uh, the remnants uh, of, yeah. Residuals of, of when the chip was in John. Yeah. You know, it made basically sort of a copy of John. Yeah. Know, inside the chip itself as well. Yeah. Uh, so... So 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 yeah the the whole thing is framed as uh Scorpius is trying to get this information uh the the copy of Crichton doesn't want to give it to him so Scorpius is attempting to uh convince Crichton uh that he should give it to him right. give him the information um and uh and the story uh does not I didn't find it very convincing no. to be honest yeah not at all um, and I don't know if that's just the fault of Scorpius having been portrayed as such a villain up to this point. Yeah. That all of a sudden we're, here's where we're supposed to find our sympathy for the character. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it's just the flimsy way that we're doing this, uh, you know, the, 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 the setup of how this is happening is, is to blame. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But beyond that, though, I did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the story that he tells, I think, is, is interesting. Right. Um, it's just the, the, the how you get there is sort of flimsy. Right. Uh, and again, you know, uh, Scorpius is a, a known liar. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, as we were reminded of again, uh, this episode, uh, the crew of Moya is supposed to think that he's dead. Mm-hmm. Which he clearly is not. Yeah. So, that's one lie. <laughs> plus, uh, plus also, he is, he is part Scarin, uh, and, and throughout the, throughout the episode, the main Scarin character, uh, is, uh, is a liar. Right. The whole time. That's so, true. who knows how much of that rubbed off on him. That is also very as true. As an adult. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, so we get, yeah, we get his origin story though, which is uh, similar to Freddy Krueger's origin story. Yeah, <laughs> really? <laughs> well, sort of. Uh, um, which I'd only really bring up because, uh, as a child, he looks like a post-burn Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do have very similar complexions. Yeah. Uh, he was an ugly, ugly child. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's broken, basically. Right. Because he's... Not all the way Scarin, but not all the way Sebation. Right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, he grows up relatively okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, we, we never see him without his containment suit on as an adult. That is true. Whereas we see a lot of him without that on as a kid. Right. But he, and again, to bring this back to horror movies, he also looks a little bit like, uh, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, uh, lumpy-headed and, you know, misshapen and, uh, yeah, just like a horrible burn victim. Uh, just, uh, just a creepy-looking kid. Just yeah. Just a creepy, ugly, sweaty, slimy-looking kid. Messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, I think is also supposed to be there to make us feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just... Uh, maybe it's just my dead soul, but, you know, <laughs> I, I couldn't... That is always an issue. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I couldn't find anything to grasp onto to feel sympathy for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I felt... I didn't feel sympathy, but I also wasn't indifferent. Right. Like, I just, I just was sort of along for the ride okay. with this one. Yeah, I didn't feel any... any I don't feel like I'm, I'm any closer to Scorpius now than right. I was before, uh, in terms of an emotional connection. But, uh, but I also don't care, I guess. Right. Okay. Or not, or don't not care, is what I meant to say. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's, I, I think that maybe I, I liked this episode more because it reminded me of similar episodes of other TV shows. <laughs> Like, there are episodes of Buffy that explore Angel's background mm -hmm. and that explore Spike's background, specifically the Spike ones. Uh, this one reminded me a lot of, of one of those, which I like. So yeah, I could uh, I could kind of see that. I've, I've seen episodes of Angel that have done similar things. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I've also seen every episode of Highlander. Yeah. <laughs> That did the exact same thing as well. In every episode? Oh, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I've never seen any Highlander or anything. Really? Yeah. I understand there can only be one. There can only be one. Yeah. Except for the seven or eight others that there are. Okay. Interesting. Uh, especially once uh, you get past that ending of the first movie, which, spoiler, uh, there is only one. And then there's, like, four sequels and then spinoffs and a television show <laughs> and then a spinoff television show. Oh, uh, with uh, different immortal characters. A, a spinoff television show of the television show uh -huh. of the movie. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Okay. And an animated series, I believe. Oh, yeah, I, I do remember that. Existing. Animated movie, something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, overall, you're fine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel pretty comfortable 
not having experienced any Highlander uh, at this point. I, I enjoyed the the main television program for it was on. And, uh, you know, I was uh, living at home, and there'd be nothing on on a Sunday night. And uh, it'd just be my mom and I hanging out, and we'd watch Highlander. Nice. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. And uh, we, uh, she and I even went to see Highlander Endgame in the theaters. Wow. Uh, because it was the, the crossover movie between the uh, Christopher Lambert character and the, uh, the Adrian Paul character. Okay. Uh, Those are people. Yes. <laughs> Which was uh, supposed to spin off into Adrian Paul's own movie series, but never happened. So is it like The Doctor, where like like one dies and then another one takes its place? Nope. No? Okay. No. Uh, the world is full of immortals. Okay. And uh, they're supposed to behead each other uh, until there is only one. Okay. And at that point, he will receive the gift of uh, the quickening, which is uh, all knowledge of everything <laughs> everywhere. I love that it's called the quickening. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the really fast go time. Yeah. And uh, so uh, at the end of the first movie, the the Christopher Lambert uh, Clancy Brown star, uh, Christopher Lambert uh, character. Uh, I want to say it's Connor McLeod. Highlander? Yeah. <laughs> it is Connor McLeod. Okay. Uh, played by a Frenchman. Sure. Uh, he uh, manages to kill the last other remaining immortal and uh, receives the, the gift and basically sort of becomes godish. Okay. Um, and then there were sequels. So that was meant to be a standalone thing, uh-huh. I'm assuming. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. And then it just kept going and going. Yep. Like the never-ending story part two. Yep. <laughs> uh, and so then the, the TV she- series uh, stars uh, the character of Duncan McLeod. Okay. A uh, distant cousin of the movie series uh, Connor. Uh... Who did appear in the very first episode. So it's like Teen Wolf 2. Uh, kind of, <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, every episode uh, of the TV show would have uh, some sort of uh, uh, immortal threat lurking around. And yeah. then we would get flashbacks to uh, previous encounters throughout history with uh, these the same immortal character. Okay. And, uh, and then in the present day, they finally duel and uh, usually... Duncan would behead him and win and you know, receive the quickening. Man, that sounds boring. <laughs> it's very formulaic. It sounds very formulaic, very uh, immortal of the week yeah. kind of structure. Uh, but it also introduced into the mythology a, uh, a, a group of humans who keep an eye out on uh, the immortals and who are aware of everything that is happening within the immortal community. And they're called Watchers. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And so, you know, they get involved occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Are these the same watchers from the Buffy universe? No. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. I believe this may predate Buffy. Oh, probably. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's your lesson on Highlander. Thank you. I never have to watch any of it now. You shouldn't. Excellent. Uh, I had I'd seen the TV show lots and lots of times. Uh, and I had, had seen the uh, the crossover sequel reboot thing right. with my mom. Uh, 
but I'd never seen the original until like a couple years ago. And it's terrible. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Connery in that one? Yep. Yeah. He okay. was in the first two. Okay. I think the second one is when it's revealed they're aliens. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Or something. That kind of interests me. <laughs> nah. But not really. Nah. You're good. Okay. <laughs> You're good. Uh, all right. So, uh... Farscape! <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like I have a lot to say about this episode. There's a B-plot that yeah. doesn't really go anywhere. There's a B-plot with the B-team. Yeah. Uh, Just because uh, they needed to be in the episode, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah ultimately also doesn't go anywhere. Other than... The only purpose that it serves is that uh, now they know Scorpius is still alive. Yeah, that's true. That is it. Yeah. That is absolutely it. Yeah. Everyone uh, is annoyed with Crichton. Yeah. Because uh, he's all crazy about wormholes. <laughs> yep. And uh, and they all need a vacation. Yeah. The end. Because that's what you do when you're on the run. Yeah. Vacay. Absolutely. Let's find a commerce planet to get some horse. <laughs> You got two on the ship already. Oh, oh Dargo. Yeah. Triton. Dargo and Pilot. What do you think he does with all those arms? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure, Pilot. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's Slash Vic out there. Oh, I'm sure. Look it up, kids, because I'm not going to. Neither will I. <laughs> um, I... Keep forgetting that Jewel is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't remember hit songs? Actually, I don't. No, I don't either. <laughs> she Jewel lived in her car. Save your soul. Uh, maybe, right. maybe that was her. I don't know. I get like her and uh, uh, not Sarah McLaughlin. Fiona uh, Apple. Fiona Apple and 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 uh, 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 um, the. Lisa Loeb. Oh, yeah. And all, I get all of them confused. Yeah. They're all adorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then Lisa Loeb gets uh, some extra credit for uh, being the voice of Mary Jane on the uh, MTV Spider-Man cartoon. Indeed. Yes. And uh, extra extra credit for appearing at least once on the uh, Jimmy Pardo's Never Not Funny podcast. Nice. Uh, and uh, Jewel gets credit for having big boobs. <laughs> Does she have big boobs? I oh, never noticed. Yeah. Okay, she's gonna be on the Sing Off now. I don't know what that is. It's a it's a program on uh, on NBC. Uh, it's an acapella competition for acapella uh, groups. Uh, it sounds like nothing I want any part. I know because you hate people singing. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But uh, Ben Folds is one of the judges. Ah, uh, that's helped, where your interest lies. He helps to bring it to life. Gotcha. So yeah, I will I will watch that show. All right. I, yeah, I guess, yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I do recall when I was in high school when, when Jewel had her first hit or sure. whatever. Yeah. If, if, has she had any others? I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Uh, she might have had a couple off of that, that first record. Maybe. But, uh, I remember, uh, some, cause, uh, in my art class, uh, we were allowed to bring in outside CDs to listen to. Uh, as long as they were appropriate. Sure. And everything that I brought in was deemed inappropriate. <laughs> uh, even though... 
didn't want to listen to Guar in your art class. I brought in stuff like Soundgarden and Beck. And, really? Uh, Black Sabbath. And but... they found that inappropriate. Uh-huh. Did you go to a Christian art school? Did not. Weird. Yeah. Just a regular old public high school in Beaver Creek. Huh. Uh, but uh, somebody brought in uh, Jules' first album, and uh, we were listening to it, and it was actually my friend who brought it in, and I looked at her and was like... This is like a really weak Tori Amos with a guitar. <laughs> and she got very mad at me. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Well. Farscape. <laughs> uh, Farscape. So anyway, yeah, uh, like, Jewel gets mentioned in, like, the very first minutes of our, our B-plot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just it went over my head. Yeah. And then... Later on, she just sort of shows up, and I was like, oh, yeah. You're forgetting that she's here. <laughs> her primary function <clears throat> at this point, it seems, is to bicker yeah. with uh, with what's-her-nuts. Chiana. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, and then yet again, a third time, she just sort of shows up, and I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> Can never remember that she is on this show. Who is that redhead with the gun? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, it's it's a scientist from Scorpius's crew is uh, decides to. Why are you even describing it? Because it so doesn't matter. At I all. know it, but but <laughs> I mean, it's just it is a good portion of this show yeah. that we sat there. All right. Uh, you know, yeah, she uh, she. Decides to uh, run the next uh, test flight on uh, wormhole uh, piloting, and uh, instead she, uh, you know, goes to Moya and uh, basically tries to defect against Scorpius and, and uh, betray him. Yeah, she goes AWOL. Yeah, and uh, she claims to have uh, uh, discovered a way to uh, to pilot through a wormhole without uh, turning into goo. Mm-hmm. As we discovered the last time we saw Scorpius, and also at the very beginning of this episode. Yeah. Uh, but then it turns out she's wrong, and she is actually just slowly turning to goo. And then she explodes herself. Yeah. The end. No point to her. <laughs> whatsoever. There, there is some brief discussion uh, about her taking Moya and Pilot to explore the universe. Right. Uh, in exchange for the wormhole information. Right. phase shielding and whatnot. And, uh... Uh, that goes away quickly when she realizes that she's dying. Yep. And is going to kill herself. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, that, that was in the episode, too. You know, she could have, uh, I don't know, given them that information, and then maybe John could have uh, figured out a way to refine it. Yeah. He's a smart guy. He's a pretty smart guy. I mean, he's been through multiple wormholes without turning into goo. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were stuck in the wall of a wormhole for two whole episodes. Yes, they were. And did not turn into goo. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't get it. Problem. Yeah. Right. Maybe it's just sebation physiology is not built for it. Could be. Well, then uh, maybe uh, Scorpius is good because he's uh, also half scared. Maybe that'd be interesting. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I keep. Uh, I keep forgetting. Is it because sebations are their weakness is extreme heat? Mm-hmm. Uh, so his half sebation side is, is, uh, weakened by heat, uh, but Scarens love the heat? 
Yeah, it was, okay. it's something right. like that. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it was just... I couldn't remember how that was supposed to set up. And, yeah, uh, it's a vicious, yeah, vicious cycle. Uh, but yeah, yeah so lots of uh, flashbacks to, to Scorpion's origin and uh, talking to John's uh, neural clone and yeah, it was fine. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, he's. Uh, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. Uh, I did enjoy it. I just didn't uh, see some of the point of it. I guess. Mm. Um. Again, yeah, like I, I just don't think I was I was curious enough about Scorpion's origins to to really care. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I sort of like liked the idea of him just being this weird thing right. that we maybe learn a little bit about as we go. Right. Like with the whole cooling things in his head. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so so having a sort of info dump about him, uh, I don't know. It's a little much. A little much, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, but basically it's, he's a product of rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A, a scaring male raped a sedation woman that he discovered on a planet somewhere with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and a flower. It was horrible. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, uh, but there's a flower. There is a flower. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, flower that uh, that uh, gives Scorpius good feelings. Yeah, as it spins around in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is the flower from the site of my mother's horrible rape mm-hmm. by a monster. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's, he basically reveals that he just wants the wormhole technology for revenge to defeat all the Scarens. And then uh, Neuroclone John uh, refuses to help him. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, Neuro, Neuro Clone John basically uh, kills himself. Yep. Overheats the... O- overheats Scorpius. Yep. And uh, fries the chip. And then we get a lot and a lot of Scorpius's vinegar strokes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say that we get a lot of his brain goop. Because we do get a lot we of do that, get that, too. too. Yeah, we, we do get quite a bit of that. Yeah. But also, while he's doing his vinegar strokes. Yeah. That's uncomfortable. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, for the listener who doesn't know what vinegar strokes are, uh, Google it. <laughs> I prefer not to explain. <laughs> Google it and watch The League. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah. It's a fun episode. Yeah. It's a it was, fun it episode. Good. It was good. Uh, I mean, it's always good to see Scorpius doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we get that. Yeah. And, because uh, clearly they've uh, figured out that uh, focusing solely on the B team is, is not so great. <laughs> There's no story there. No. <laughs> no, there isn't. Yeah. There's not a lot of drama. I mean, the, the only the only thing that there could be uh, is uh, awkward uh, post relationship stuff between Dargo and and Shiana, right? And just don't don't do that. No, yeah, we, we didn't want to see them mitz relationship, <laughs> <clears throat> let alone post. Yeah, uh, 
Yeah, like there's just there's no drama on that ship at all because it's just them floating around and waiting to see if Talon will show back up. Maybe. Yeah. And then while we'll do that, John will just look for some wormholes. And <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good television. You know what they need to do? They need to give Jewel uh, personality, a character. Yeah. Yeah. Personality, some backstory, maybe. Yeah. That could potentially add something to the B-team story. It could, yeah. Uh, some sort of a source of tension or drama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. All right. Well, hopefully next week will be an A-team episode. Yeah. yeah. I very much look forward to that. I love the A-team. We all do. Yeah. All right, then. Well, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The View Masters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.